another episode of the Batman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with my co-hosts. Mimi. And Amanda. And also my cat, who will be joining us for this viewing because she's being very vocal and meowing today. So, <laughs> yay! We um, love this is, we're on episode four of season 2.5. Uh, and this will be the last episode of season 2.5 because the show is premiering season three on Wednesday, which is wild and definitely snuck up on me. So, yeah, yeah. same yeah. time is weird. Didn't realize it was this week, even though like some part of my brain was like, oh, yeah, it's this week. And I'm like, no, nah, that's next week. And it's like, yeah. oh, wait. And like Legends is coming back too, and like the end of Legends, like last season just ended. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm still getting used to, like, 2021, and we're about to enter 2022, so I don't know. Time doesn't exist. <laughs> Time? Why? Yes. So, well, with the new season premiering very soon, we wanted to go over some of the potential villains. Yay, excited. Oh, my God, you're so loud, Kat. Why? You're excited. Your cat's very excited about the villains. He's very excited. <laughs> Uh, just go over some of the potential villains, the things that we would like to see, maybe some things we would not like to see, um, and as well as our main characters and what we'd like to see from them this have this season coming forward, all that good stuff. So, yeah, um, I'm excited for the new season. I'm hoping we're going good places, and um, I guess we'll see. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> So on our list of potential villains, what we have from the trophies, um, the first one we can talk about is the Penguin. He is, of course, one of the more famous, more well-known Batman villains. Um, I know I talk about this a lot, but I did recently watch Gotham for the first time, and the Penguin is a very prominent character on that. I was not crazy about that version of him, honestly. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they retain any um, similarities from that, especially um, him being established as being LGBT um, on that version of the show. So that would obviously be kind of fit in with our universe. So I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. But um, I'm hoping for maybe a more empathetic version <laughs> than Gotham. I just I, I found it very difficult to empathize with that version, even though he certainly had his struggles. But um. Yeah, what do you what do you guys think? Um, did we get casting for Penguin, or did they just say he was like definitely in the show? I feel like I saw like a news article, but I don't remember. I don't think we've had casting. I think okay. so he's just like the trophies. I'm not sure if we've gotten 100 confirmation that he's been okay. in there, but he, it seems like a pretty obvious choice. Yeah. yeah like, I don't think we know who's playing them. We And I don't even know who the actor that's playing Mad Hatter that's in the trailer. And I don't even know if that one's going to be the confirmed Mad Hatter, if it's going to just be a random citizen. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten confirmed casting for Manhatt- Mad Hatter either, um, which is less than great. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I saw a name somewhere because people were, like, talking about it in the trailer. I will look it up. But... Uh, yeah, it's... I do not know how to say the name, but he's from Supernatural. Oh, no. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, I mean, CW reusing their actors. Nothing new there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't even right. find the name, actually. It, yeah, he's from Schmigdagoon. That is not his name, but I was like, what oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, What show is that? <laughs> I, I searched what villains there were earlier, and that popped up. So. Oh, I think the Schmig... I think it's on... Um, Apple or HBO, and it's a musical. If I'm yeah, it's Apple Plus. 
Yeah. Oh, here's his name. It's Amatai Marmestein. Apologies if I said that wrong, but yeah. Cool name. Okay, cool. Okay. Now that we're talking about Mad Hatter, we might as well talk about Mad Hatter. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know much more about Penguin, but agree that I hope he's better than Gotham's version from what I've seen, which is not much of Gotham. Let's hope so. I'm Uh, just curious to see if they'll go campy or not. That's what I'm like, you know? Yeah. Campy Penguin would be fun. Yeah. I would I would like a campy penguin again just because yeah. I what I would like is a version of the penguin that we get in the animated Harley show. Oh yeah. That's what I would like to see an adaption of. Yeah. That that would that would be good. I would enjoy that. But um I, I think the Mad Hatter will be very interesting, um, especially on the mind control front, because that, that can obviously be p- portrayed in a lot of different ways. Um I I, I'm a big fan of uh, the Batman animated series, and I think his their version of the Mad Hatter is very interesting. Um, I would I would like a version of him that's not so much of an like openly a creep because <laughs> that version <laughs> is definitely a creep. Uh, so maybe uh, a, a better version of that. But I think they like portray his motives very well um, and that kind of stuff. And he definitely gets up to some interesting hijinks. So I, I would definitely like that. I guess if we're going with the um, the hat for the mind control, seems to be have been uh, teased in the trailer. So yeah. I guess, yeah, we'll I guess wish we got more of a like personality tease in the trailer. Like they kind of showed off the power a little bit, but I feel like they didn't really give us a good idea of like what he's going to be like in the show. Yeah, I, I would like a more of a clue about like the character itself and like what's going to yeah. happen there. But I am interested to see how Alice is going to do with all these. Uh, Alice in Wonderland references that she's now going to get out of it. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Will they bring back the fact she speaks in rhyme sometimes? You know, like, I would right? I would, I would like that dynamic. Yeah. Well, I would definitely what, like to see her, like, at least, you know, interacting with the Mad Hatter and hope she's not, like, stuck in Arkham, Arkham the whole time. I so. feel like in the trailer, they showed her out at some point. So hopefully... Yeah, I think she's on, like, work release. Yeah, so that's how that works. Amusing, sure. Uh, like working with Team Batwoman or something like that, because I don't know, you know, maybe they're like slightly more official, you know, maybe. That could be with like who knows Montoya coming and everything. Yeah. So interesting, interesting. But yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of potential with the Mad Hatter for uh, very interesting plots. I hope they they take advantage of that. Uh, we have, of course, our very anticipated Poison Ivy, hmm. which uh, is exciting. Um, I know, Mimi, you were saying before that you were really looking forward to some lady villains. So I'm hoping yeah. to get a good Poison Ivy arc with her. Yeah. If you're going to give it to me, give me it done well, or else I'm going to just be bitter and sad again. Yeah. <laughs> and we I don't really need- hope. Go ahead. <laughs> I would just if, if if they just if they blow poison ivy, I'm just gonna be nabbed, honestly. Yeah. I really hope they don't give her like the uh Sophia treatment. Yeah, I, I hope not. Uh, I just I, I think it'll be interesting to see like the overall vibe they go for because she she's been portrayed like a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I, th- I would imagine and maybe they're going for like the more sophisticated take on her, like her being like a botanist and like kind of being radicalized, that kind of stuff. I I would like that. I I one thousand percent agree. I want Doctor Pamela I, uh, Ivy or Isley. Like I want it. I want it. 
I also just really want her, like, messed up pheromone thing and having all the ladies be really confused as to why, like, Luke and any of the guys would suddenly be, like, whatever Poison Ivy wants kind of thing. Yes, Because <laughs> I love, those are some of my favorite arcs in the comics. She's like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, mm, gotta fix that. Um, and other times she's like, no, these men deserve to suffer. And I'm like, yes, girl, do it. Murder, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like, uh, like that scene in also again in the animated Harley, um, when she's got to like wreck all those fancy, horrible people that are polluting Gotham. Yep. <laughs> like, I, mean, I want that. I want to see eco-terrorist Ivy. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I honestly hope that's what we get for. I'm just, I think that's, uh, that would really establish a good villain arc for her. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. So. Plus, like, think about it. If she's more the eco-terrorist route, think of what a good villain that would be. Because, like, yeah. Ryan and them are going to be like, oh, but she's getting rid of people that are ruining the water or, like, polluting. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, like, ah. Uh. Yeah, and I, I could particularly see Ryan kind of struggling, being like, well, I mean, like, obviously don't approve with how she's doing it, but she's potentially doing some good. Yeah. You know, I hope they handle that well if they go that route, though. Like, I hope they don't do a yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier where, like, the villains are actually, like, right about everything, but they're like, oh, well, like, America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it would be a fine balance for sure. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know if I trust the CW with that balance. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it would, it would definitely be a question of, like, you know, going there without necessarily villainizing like you know environmentalists as a category yeah. certainly certainly shouldn't be villainized um so it would it would be a balance for sure um but yeah so there's there's a lot of potential there uh <laughs> potential for some good or potentially some not so great but uh yeah that that should be fun um so we have also been teased that we're getting Killer Croc. Oh no! Is going to be interesting. I I kept thinking I was like, it, where wasn't he on the Flash? And I'm like, no, that's King Shark. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> In that way. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Killer Croc is pretty uh pretty classic Batman. Um, I guess it will be interesting to see how, like, humanoid they make him. I mean, like, is this, like, actually a human that's been, like, transformed into half of a croc? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to pull that off, honestly. Yeah, and how, how much CGI and budget they're going to kill uh, while, doing, while doing it. Maybe so, he'll secretly be humanoid, but he will have a new face, because that's the thing on Batwoman, so then they won't have to... Oh yes, they can just put a face over it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It could be nice or or not. Let's keep that bar low for Killer Croc. <laughs> yes, that would. I feel like that's our reaction to every villain. Like it could be great. It could not be great. <laughs> it has potential both ways. It could be good. It could not be good. But I'm um, hopeful. But. Uh... I don't know. We're going to try to keep our options open. Yes. <laughs> the best that we can do, honestly. J- Josie, do you want to sit in my lap? Like, do you want to join me to record or you want to just stare at me? Josie's just sitting under the desk looking up at me like, hi, I'm here. 
the kitty is now on the uh, the window ledge, uh, surveying the boxes and looking at me because I still have a lot of boxes in my room. So. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> she doesn't have any more strong feelings about that woman. She said what she had to say. <laughs> <laughs> she got uh, got her feelings out. Um, I'm concerned for the next villain you put, Rachel. Oh, I got no. very worried when you sent us that link. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like super not excited about this. Um, because I was I was doing research into you know what villains we were going to get. Um, and I saw that there was a posting that we were going to get Professor Pig. Um, and that is PYG. Um, in the ep- presumably episode five. Uh, the episode five title is a lesson from Professor Pig. Um, I could not recall this person offhand, so I did a quick Batman wiki search um, and found some not great shit. Um, <laughs> and I'm just not super excited about this. Um, I don't want to, like, read too much of it on air, but um, it gives me vibes of, uh, like, the season two Arrow villain of, like, the Dollmaker. Oh, no. Um, yes. Yeah. But no. Uh... Um, Wait, why do I not remember that from that Arrow? I'm not looking forward to, and it also has to do with sewing new faces on people, because oh, of course it does. <laughs> why? <laughs> this is this is that woman, and that's apparently our brand. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but he um, he seems to be <laughs> quoted as one of the weirdest, most insane characters that's ever been in Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a deranged schizophrenic who's been obsessed with making people perfect. Um, and yeah, so I'm super not looking forward to that because I think it's going to be gross. And just like, I feel like we've really had enough of this and I'm just super unhappy about this. I don't want creepy doctors. I know it's Professor Pig. My brain's just thinking of, like, messed up plastic surgeons. And I'm like, no. Yeah, that's kind of the general vibe. And it's just, like, (sighs) I don't want this. The only... (sighs) Okay, so my brain forgot the way time works. I'm like, oh, this could be a Halloween episode. I'm like, wait, no, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm like, it's not going to be a creepy Halloween episode. Now I'm sad. That means it's going to be a November episode. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, at least you could have made it a creepy Halloween one. Yeah. <laughs> I still won't. I don't want it, but like. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. if you're. <laughs> like, characters from the Batman verse that I don't want, like, this is like number one in the list. Yeah. I really want to move away from, like, faces and masks. Like, yeah. I'm a little I would love that, personally. I would really, really love <laughs> Although, honestly, this whole circuit, circus of strange things sounds fun. Like, I don't know this from the comics, but reading about it, or about it sounds cool. Yeah. I just don't really love the face. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. Like, I could totally go for, like, creepy circus gang, though. That sounds cool. Right. Like, yeah, I could, I could go like, for a circus. I could go for more Alice in Wonderland themed villains. I, just, I want more camp, less face. Yeah, feeling. yeah. Less like face. I don't need creepy gore. I want it to be like yeah. fun. I yeah. I want Batwoman season three to like embrace some of the funnier stuff and not just be like we gotta be low key horror. You yeah, know? I yeah. I'm I'm not a horror fan at all, and I super don't like those episodes. So I I would really like to move away from that kind of feeling. And I just I just don't think that's what the show should be at all. 
like I don't think that vibes well with Ryan or her character or like any of the other characters really like that just makes everyone like grossed out and unhappy and I'm just I don't want that I don't understand why the you know the showrunners would think that's something that they should be giving us consistently I feel like it's definitely out of place like even on the CW I just feel like like I like horror but not on CW shows. It just doesn't work in most of them, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially DC ones. Yeah. It's just like, it's just not the right, like, it's just not the right vibe for it. And I just, I don't want this. Like, there's a lot of different ways that you could, you could do this, but like, no, no, thank you. Next, please. Thank you. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Literally anything else other than this I would take. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, one more name that I did see, um, as far as I know, this is unconfirmed, um, but I believe we did see a tease for Mr. Freeze. Um, I know Mark mentioned that in the email that he sent us that he has actually already been in the Arrowverse, um, somewhere in the flash. I'm not remembering exactly when he was in there offhand, but I know there are lots of Noras in, uh, (laughs) in the Arrowverse, so (laughs) lots of Laurels and Dinas and Noras, so I... I personally, I think he's one of the more interesting Batman villains. Um, I like that he is kind of morally complex and that, you know, he got in, he got this way because he was trying to find a treatment for his wife. You know, he definitely has more of a, more of like a tragic backstory and can definitely be more uh, empathetic. So I would be super interested to see what they would do with him. I think he would be, I think he could have some really good um, stuff, um, especially if we got more into like the morally gray and I think you know Ryan would empathize with that and that would kind of you know go with the whole like themes of you know like pushing the envelope and you know being against uh like the main fray of society I guess so yeah I would like that I think that's that's a route that would be really interesting to go down so yeah I definitely think we need more villains who aren't just like bonkers like out of their mind crazy like as yeah. fun as those villains are I feel like we have so many of them on Batwoman and it would be nice yeah. to be like hey this person's like sort of right but they're also the antagonist they're going around they're going about it the wrong ways yeah I, yeah. I would like that I think and I think that works I think that would work really well with Ryan's character too and like she can like you know understand where they're coming from and being like you know this isn't the right way to do it and like I think that would just give us so much more like better moments that would be so much more interesting than just, hey, you're insane and killing people for no reason. Yes. Thank you. Please. Or like random drug storyline if you're not insane. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. No more. I just I really don't need more like drugs and gangs and just like. Please. I also want less of the, oh, this person's mentally unstable. Let's make them the villain. Like, I understand yeah. Alice is literally one of our favorite characters, but I want less of that. I know almost all of the Bat family villains are just variations of insane, quote, quote. But, like, I don't need it for every villain. Yeah, no, it's it's super yeah. tiring, honestly. Um, especially just seeing us getting villainized um, in superhero shows is incredibly annoying um so I, I would love to kind of get away from that um I, I don't think we're gonna like see Alice getting treated in Arkham but <laughs> no. considering she's just gonna go out and do like community service with team Batwoman <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe if we could if we could get more on the like let's you know 
provide answers instead of just locking people up and like helping them get through their shit like i mean they had an opportunity with what's her face that they killed off in season two <laughs> who was it the memory lady the therapist oh, oh my God. yeah enigma. Enigma. yeah enigma, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be good but no we can't have nice things nope never show i swear <laughs> Okay, well, I think that gets us through all of our potential villains. So now we can talk for a bit about our main characters and what we would like to see from them in this next season. So we can start. Oh, Kitty, did you have feelings about this? Yep. <laughs> Yay. She's yep. like, it's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Um, so, of course, we have our main character, our Batwoman, Ryan. I love, I love her so much. She's the best. Um, okay, number one, stop making her sad. Don't make Ryan sad. I want Ryan to be happy. <laughs> number two, let Ryan be happy. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, most of my feelings, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited for a season that, like, Ryan actually gets to be in the spotlight 100% with, like, no yeah. awkward Kate storyline, which I feel like we've talked about before. But yes. I'm happy that she's, like, totally the center of this season. Yes. Yes. I, I I want, you know, Ryan to fully be our main character and for that not to be like a split spotlight situation anymore. I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Please do my girl justice. Yes. And, you know, I think so many people did like really respond to Ryan and have really bonded with her. So I'm hoping the writers can, you know, kind of see that and really, you know, give us a hero that, uh, you know, we can root for and be happy for and just please let my girl be happy. Please. Yes. I'm pretty sure I saw that Javisha, like, wanted her to have romance in the season, too, which yes. really is, like, beyond just the Angelique stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, the Angelique stuff was, like, I mean, it was just a sad story. That was the thing. Like, sure, like, yeah, there was love to it, but it was overall just a sad story. And it was a story about, like, loss. And I'm like, that's, yeah. that's so depressing. It was, like, closure, really. Like, it wasn't really a romance for her at that point. It was, like, them ending their yeah. romance, like, finally. It was, it was a past romance that had come back, really. But yeah. it wasn't, like, a romance story in itself. Like, I, I would love to see, you know, like, a freshly bloomed romance that, like, you know, is something good in her life. Because, honestly, we've had so much of just, like, sad Ryan, sad life, sad, you know, hard. Things are hard. Yeah. Plus, they, they had that, like, one date type of thing with the other lady whose name I'm blanking on, but they were really cute and had potential. Yeah. And I like, also just, like, the, the thing that they made, the, the it's not a um, shelter, but the, the thing, I'm blanking on the name of it. Oh, yeah, uh, the, the, like, the center. The center. I want more of the center, like, hands down. Yes, I love, I, I, the bar is great and all, but I want more of Ryan's thing being the center and not just them taking over Kate's bar. <laughs> yes. Even would- though I like the bar, I would like them to have both. I want to see Ryan happy and growing emotionally, both as a person and with the partner that will support them through the chaos yes. of the mom brother drama. <laughs> and just like Ryan, like being happy because she's doing good things for her community yes. and like all of that stuff. Like, yes, please, please. please. <sighs> I swear I don't ask for much. <laughs> Come we on, know guys. it's a drama, but we want some happiness, please. <laughs> please. A little bit. That's really all I want. So. Yeah. Um, that about covers that for Ryan. Um, one of our other leading ladies, of course, is Alice. 
<laughs> I, I'm glad the trailer kind of indicates that they're not just going to have her shoved in Arkham the entire season. I, I am glad about that. I, I would also like Alice to be happy. <laughs> like, I know, controversial for me to want my characters to be happy. But How dare you? <laughs> I would really just like to see Alice do some, like, internal work. Like, yeah. Please. Yeah, that would be great. The one opportunity they had for it last season, they were like, oh, your sister's thinking about you, and you're thinking about Ocean, Ocean. and then I feel like we got, like, no aftermath of that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, and she, like, she got to see that, like, her sister is back, and, like, after, you know, like, she got what she wanted after all these episodes of, like, Kate actually being back, but now she's gone, and Alice is just alone, and, like, let me see, like, her internal workings and, like, her processing things and her, like, you know... Being, you know, even just like her being able to be happy that her sister is back in the world somewhere, even if she can't be with her, you know, like, yeah. just just give me Alice, like being able to process emotions and like, you know, being able to process all the trauma that she's been through and, you know, maybe, I don't know, coming out the other side a better person, if that's too much to ask. Yeah, and I, I feel also, like the and Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, I feel like the end of the season, like, kind of indicated that Kate and Jacob forgave her, but you don't really get, like, again, a lot of moments between them, like, showing right. that or showing yeah. what the aftermath of that is. Right. Because in, in Jacob, like, when it, he was, like, being arrested for, like, helping Alice or whatever bullshit that was, um, who was, like, you know, it's, she's my daughter, I'm not going to, like, turn my back on her or whatever he right. said. Something exactly. Like that. I'm like that. I think that could go a long way to like help her like finding peace and healing. And I I hope they I hope they like don't forget that that was ever said. And she's just like sad and rage. But I hope she yeah. like you know is somebody able to process because I I don't think she needs to just be like dark happy dark unhappy trauma to like be an interesting character. And I think you know she could work through that shit and still be an interesting character. I would I would really like that. One thing yeah. I want for Alice uh, is that I want because we're not going to have Jacob physically on screen I want like a quote a letter much like we got Kate's letter but I want like a letter from Jacob to Alice yes kind of thing to like give them full closure but also to confirm that they're like hey I love you like everything's gonna be okay and like just I agree 1000% I want with you guys about like Alice just I want character growth and I want their emotional growth and not just ha I'm crazy I murder for fun and it's like that's great but I don't want to always be their thing. Yeah. They're like, not the Joker. Like, they're not. They're, there's the room for growth. <laughs> exactly. Right. There's just, there's so much potential there. And I'm like, why would you, you know, like, why would you tease that if that's not what you're going to give us? And I think the writers are very much capable of giving us something that's so much better. So, please, writers, please. <laughs> okay. Well, all of her character, all of her poor characters have been so traumatized. I hate it so much, but mm-hmm. Luke also had lots of trauma. Luke, his, uh. his father, a super iconic Batman character, was killed off screen in a super traumatic way. <sighs> I hate that. Um, Luke was, you know, wrongfully shot by someone in authority who's supposed to be able to trust. I'm sure he did not trust the police much before, before that, but like still... So Luke had lots of trauma last season and he we, we kind of got to see him like um words him like channel that into something better with Batwing and I'm hoping you know we're just seeing the beginning of that and we're you know really 
starting to see Luke being able to, you know, fully blossom into a hero and kind of starting like, you know, the team of heroes. So it's not just like Ryan as the sole person here, but like, you know, Ryan and all of her team and her buddies and, you know, she can have backup for, you know, she can be able to call for backup and Luke will be there for her. And like, I just, he has so much potential this season and I just want to see him like go to great heights and to really see that wing take off. So I want training montages. I want Ryan and Luke training together and Luke just getting jacked. I want the gang to box. I want everyone to take boxing classes together. Give me a salmon ladder. (laughs) Come on, people. I know you have one in storage. Yeah. (laughs) I need the salmon ladder. It's, 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 it's an institution of uh, Arrowverse shows. Yeah, it's a staple. Whether we want it or not, it's a staple. Yeah. It has to happen. Come on. Amanda, what are you thinking? Um, I agree. I want training montages, and I just want to see Luke and Ryan's relationship grow some more. Like, I really like the friendship that they developed throughout the season, and I just want to see more of that. So, Yes, I agree. I marry, like... Yes, yes. Well, speaking of Mary as well, uh, <laughs> speaking of our next character on our list, yes, I would love for their relationship to grow. I would love to see, you know, we, we've kind of seen sparks, but we haven't really seen part of a romance. So I would love that, like, to grow into an established romance this season. I would really just like for both of them. I'm just going to re- keep repeating this, apparently. I just would, I would want them to be happy. <laughs> just let just everyone be happy, happy please. Like Ooh, I want. I want Mary to take over the holdup so that, or like to help out with both the holdup and the Sunder. Yeah. I want Mary and Ryan to emotionally grow together. Um, I, I want them to be besties as they are and just lift each other up because they're great. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, honestly, love- the dynamic between the three of them is like so good and I just want more of that. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. And just like, give me like positive, uplifting friendships and like, you know, healthy healthy ways to cope with trauma like give me all of that stuff that's that is exactly what I want and like Mary is such like a beautiful layered character and like I I think honestly we have a lot of awesome people but like I feel like Mary is underappreciated because she's just she has such a beautiful heart and I feel like that does does not like get talked about enough but you know she is you know she's a medical student or she's graduated now I don't I don't know um And she's, like, been working, like, doing an underground clinic, even, like, at great risk to her own, like, medical degree and her licensing and all that stuff. But, like, she just wants to help people. And I just, I love that so much. And I I just, I want more of that. I want us to be able to see that through her helping Ryan and Luke through this and kind of, you know, becoming their person. And also kind of maybe becoming Flamebird, too. I think that would be awesome. I don't know if we're going to get that entire story this season or not, but I would like to, you know, at least start going down that path and uh, see that develop and open up. I would really like that. So I love Mary so much. She's so beautiful. I love her. She's our girl. I love her. Okay. <laughs> She's like a ray of sunshine. Like I feel she like everyone else is just sad, which we've already complained about. And then like Mary is just like the sunshine. She is. She's just lovely and sunshine and wonderful and everything right in the world. And we appreciate her so much. So. Okay. Sophie. <laughs> oh, poor Sophie. Oh. <laughs> All of our characters are just incredibly traumatized. Honestly, that's just that's just what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I I would love Sophie to be able to also, I guess, 
season happiness. But like, you know, I think she's she's gone through a lot of different like life stages over the past couple of years. And I think with the crows now being dissolved, she's going to kind of be in a place where she's going to be like, you know, oh, well, you know, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, what do I, you know, what am I supposed to do? Like, is she going to be with the the Gotham cops now and like their, their metahuman unit or whatever they're kind of uh, developing there. And like, I just want to see Sophie, you know, like processing, like, you know, how she became the person that she is and like where she wants to do with her life. Cause I think she's also, you know, a really rich, interesting character and there's a lot of potential there. So I would love to see some more character development with her. Yeah, I was really hoping we would get Sophie in, like, some kind of leadership position, which, like, I guess we still could, but I'm curious to see where they go now that the Crows are dissolved. Like, part of me kind of felt like she was going to, like, take over the Crows and, like, make sure it's not corrupt anymore, but I don't think they're going that route, so, like... Yeah, I think it'll be interesting interesting to see if they make her work with Renee Montoya. Um, Ooh, Yes. Yeah, because I think we have Renee Montoya kind of doing the the metahuman unit at the GCPD. So I think they would potentially work together and that might be interesting. I'm yeah. I'm I'm caught between thinking if I want a romance plot between Sophie and Renee or Ryan and Renee. Um, there's just so so much opportunity here. Um but I, I would I would like Sophie to, you know, just kind of grow as a character and kind of develop, you know, why she thinks and feels the way that she does about certain things. And, you know, kind of just, you know, grow into her emotions and her feelings and just, you know, kind of figure out why she is the way she is. So, yeah. Uh, Renee Montoya, we don't have much of a, a description of her character yet. We obviously know um, her from other forms of media. She's been portrayed from like, you know, like a, a career cop to like a semi-troubled cop. And looks like we're going to get the like not very happy with the police version, which I'm honestly looking forward to. Same. So, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see her kind of dealing with some of the more like the metahuman aspect and that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess maybe seeing how she feels towards Batwoman. Um, and I guess vigilantes in general and how they would kind of, you know, are they going to work together? Are they going to have an antagonist relationship? Like, what's that going to look like? So, you know, is she going to blame, blame like Batman and the vigilantes for like the rise of the freaks is like, you know, the um, other police have done. So I don't um, know if I can do another Arrowverse storyline like that. <laughs> I hope not, honestly. But. I'm so sick of cop blames vigilantes for things, then teams up with vigilantes later. Yeah. Them again. Yeah. I, I honestly <laughs> hope that she's uh, she becomes a friend of the team, and I do think that's the direction they're going to be heading in. Um, I think it would be super awesome for them to have, you know, a solid relationship with somebody who is kind of like working um, on the streets with that kind of stuff, and for them to have an ally in the police department, I think would be super awesome, especially someone who's, you know, not um, doesn't have unquestioning loyalty to the police when, you know, we've shown that they can be pretty garbage. Um, along with the crows so yeah. yeah good stuff um there are other new characters that we don't know all that much about are uh ryan's potential mother slash brother uh i know it's jada and the brother's name uh i want to say it's kevin it's not is that right <laughs> i don't know why did my brain also entirely forget the brother's name your uh 
for finding it out. Um, Nick Cregan is the actor who plays him, right? Yeah. I got like a list uh, of actors. Marquis. Marquis. I don't know where I pulled Kevin from. <laughs> Not even close. Um, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of information about them. Um, we know Jada is going to be kind of like a CAO powerful person. Um, and I think I just want to see them like develop a relationship with Ragan and it for it to be more positive than angst, which I feel like we're going to get angst. Um, which I'm not super happy about, not super looking forward to. Um, but, but, you know, if they have to work through some stuff, you know, let, let them work through it. I would like them to ultimately end up in a, a positive place where Ryan can, you know, be happy that she has family in her life that are her, you know, her biological family. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about them at this point, really. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it would be nice to see her get some closure with that. I'm like, I'm kind of interested to see if they find out about her being Batwoman. Like, I feel like that would be a fun, more interesting storyline than mm. angst. Yeah, for sure. I wonder how quickly they'll find out. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure they eventually will, but will they drag it out? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it's definitely a situation where they might, like, you know, stumble upon finding out early in the storyline. And I think that would kind of help their relationship along. So, I don't know. That would um that will be interesting. So good stuff, good stuff. Okay. Well, that is just about all of the stuff that we have prepared for today. Um, we will hopefully come to you guys soon with our first episode of season three. Super excited about that. But um until then, you guys can find us on social media. Uh Mimi, where are you at? Uh you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and um Instagram at Morganstein17. And Amanda? You can find me on Twitter at Peaks and Pages and Instagram at Charmanda. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Rachel Eiley and um, on Tumblr at Canary at Law. And you can, of course, find the show um, at Batman Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I will be live tweeting the premiere on Wednesday night. Uh, make sure you tune in for that on the CW. I forget if it's at eight or seven or nine. Give me one second and I will look that up. Um, talk among yourselves, please. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for you to do that. I'm excited to have new episodes. Want to know if Julia is coming back from Berlin? That could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> will that we ever see Julia again? Who knows? The big question. <laughs> yes. Very, very exciting. Um, yeah, okay. Not doing well in the finding out things. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. I really cannot believe it's the premiere already. I know. Um, the Batwoman writers did do an adorable tweet when they were just like, oh, if you want spoilers, just, you know, tune in on Wednesday, October 13th. Um, That's great. <sighs> Where is the CW's not, website is not being helpful. Schedule. Yes, that's what I want. What are you looking for? Um, just looking for the schedule. Okay, yeah, so it's on 9 p.m., uh, 8 p.m. Central um, on Wednesday night. And, yes, you can find the show uh, at Batman Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, and you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. You want us to give us a rating and review, that would be super awesome. 
You can follow the DCTV Podcast Network featuring epic podcasts for The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman. Sorry, give me one second. I'm making sure I'm checking our email account before we log off. Uh, <laughs> priorities. Oh, we do have an email. Okay. <laughs> I've interrupted your... Uh... Immediate pause. Breaking the news. <laughs> All right. We have some uh, pre-season three memes from New Rachel. Um we have uh, the distracted boyfriend meme um, of Bruce being the original uh, girlfriend and Batwoman being the new girl. Um, and the distracted boyfriend is the women of Gotham City after finding out Batman doesn't go down on one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Um, well, we just said that, so. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then we have the, the Mean Girls meme. It says, getting bitches, we're going to Coriana. Yes, yes, we are. Um, we have a uh, three-circle Venn diagram. Let's uh, see <laughs> how the description of this is going to be. We have um, the, the middle of it is Bridget Reagan. Um, and the three circles are Rose slash Sin Rosto on Jane the Virgin, Poison Ivy on Batwoman, <sighs> Dottie Underwood on Agent Carter. Um, the overlap section for Agent Carter and Batwoman is comic book show. The overlap for uh, Jane the Virgin and Agent Carter is deception. Um, and the overlap for Batwoman and Jane the Virgin is redheaded WLW. <laughs> okay, so that was good. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's been frozen with... Um, uh, Olaf being labeled as Sophia. It says, oh, look at that. I've been impaled. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is another Mean Girls meme. You know, I, much I appreciate Mean Girls. Um, Stop trying to make Alice slash Ocean happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. Thank you, New Rachel. Thank you. And I will, of course, post that uh, on the Twitter as well when I go. Okay. Yeah. So uh, DCTV Podcast Network Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, Green, Green Lantern, Strange Adventures, as well as DCTV After Dark and DCTVpodcast.com. Follow the networks on social media at DCTVpodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, up to subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play, as well as the T Public Store. All the links will be in the show notes. All right. We will talk to you guys soon uh, when we have our first episode of our new season of Batwoman. And until then, stay awesome. Bye. Bye. Bye.